0: One part the devil, one part opera, one part Chemical Brothers, and a whole lot of tea. <laughs> <laughs> Muse and the Martyr in studio. Um, that, was, that was really beautiful. Thank and, you. And Thank we are you. so tea having drunk. We've been, having, <laughs> we've been having tea for like an hour already, and I wouldn't have it any other way. So thank you so much for being on the show. Mm. Thank you for um, having us. Oh, thank you. And today's tea of the month is ancient wild tree oolong, which mm. is the best. It's simply superb. Um, and you brought so much tea over here. <laughs> I just don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. It's Drink so it all. It, you Drink just it all. you just smile all the time. Um, and you were so astute um, to point out something that no other artist has ever pointed out. We have Mr. T's portrait <laughs> on the wall. A paid fool. Yes. Which I didn't, I forgot the whole Mr. T and T-E-A versus T pun, and I just now realized that, go. and it's like, I've, I'm in the right place. Yeah. I've been doing it all along. And, and it's uh, a sign, because yeah. I used
1: to go to the same country club as him outside of Chicago, I, ironically enough. So, Mr. T and T, it all goes together.
0: It's dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> so, now now you're all, are, are you both originally from Chicago?
1: Well, no, I'm originally from Chicago, but I grew up for about 20 years in New York, uh, did some time in San Francisco as well. Okay. Uh, my husband, Frank, who is the other part of Muse and the Martyr, although we don't tell you which is which, um, we let <laughs> you figure that out for yourselves, He's from all over the place. Tell him all the places you've been.
2: (laughs) I was born in Alexandria, Virginia. I moved to the outskirts of Chicago. uh, Right outside there. Uh, Oh, hello, Mike. Um, I moved uh, to the outskirts of Cleveland, Ohio. And hello even closer, Mike. All right. And uh, from Cleveland, then moved to El Paso of mm-hmm. all places. But I will give El Paso this, is that it had a great punk scene mm-hmm. uh, during the late 80s, early not. Oh, shit, I'm giving away my age. All right. um, <laughs> but it had a great punk scene because you had I-10 going through there, and if people were going west coast, the east coast, they basically stopped there to get gas money. Yeah. And so, like, all these great bands came through. Um, and, and, a could... lot of, and a lot of great bands came out of it, Yeah. Uh, too, and out of that time and out of that scene. Um, anyway, and from there I moved to Austin, uh, and then a few years ago, I took a five-year hiatus from Austin, I guess. And uh, <laughs> it was too much. Lived too in uh, Stillwater, Oklahoma, okay. of all places. Um, and then uh, moved back to Austin. And, uh, and that's yeah, when we met. Here, here yeah. I am. and And I came back to find rent much more expensive. <laughs> and the roads... Uh, nobody goes from one side of the town to the other anymore.
0: No, you can't. You know, it's like, <laughs> Too much it's like if
2: you meet someone and you live South and they live like up by Parmer, you're like, Oh, no. yeah. sorry. sorry. I'll never see you. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's definitely a struggle and it, and yeah, it just keeps getting worse and worse. And like rush hour, if you, I feel like it starts at two. It does. I get off at three thirty and I'm like, <laughs> nobody should be on the road. I'm off before five. Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. So Yeah, it's it's driving driving me to move up north myself. So or those are some somewhere. really yeah. uh, interesting synth sounds. Who whose job is it to do all the synth programming?
1: Oh well that's that's, that's him. That's <laughs> me. I Yeah.
2: <laughs> I get bored, I have fun. Yeah, he's, he's
1: amazing at putting everything together and, um, you know, I'm just really raw vocals. I mean, I do, I do play a little Doomback back drum and I okay. do some other things, but, um, honestly, he's, he's the genius behind he's it. Not, I, I wouldn't say, say
3: that. <laughs> um,
1: I just bring my vocals to it, which, um, I went to college for opera okay. and then I just got a job singing in New York. Uh, so I, I quit. Uh, school and just started singing and um, I wanted to bring some of the classical and opera elements to something but I didn't want it to be like too heavy you know so
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, so like the Muse and the Martyr I feel like is a good mix of what we're trying to do and and bring into music and uh, um, Frank is well instrumental pun intended <laughs> in, uh, in bringing that all together um, yeah I'm sure you can hear the punk influences in there I'm kidding of course but uh yeah. Yeah, he's he's super talented. I mean, he did you were with Control for years, right? And they're kind of a interesting band. EBM, dilat- post-punk yeah
2: good stuff. yeah okay yeah, Real that good was a lot of
1: fun yeah. played
0: Elysium hence all the reverb guitar and there you like, go
1: yeah <laughs> it really is that and some of that 80s 90s influence in there too so giving
2: away age again hey, hey. <laughs> it's all right it's, um, it it's all comes back no, for know, those
0: of you who will you know obviously can't see um frank and kat are like the most youngest people i've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> like they look younger than me and You're very uh, kind. They make me look like I'm 50.
1: That's so not true. Um,
0: and I just, I just feel it like, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I, I gotta drink more tea. It's tea. See, it's tea. Yeah. Makes you younger. See, I met, I met both of these wonderful cats at Steeping Room, and um, I was mm-hmm. take, we were taking the oolong class. Of all places. So and I bad. remember you're like, You're in a band? I'm in a band too. Let's do this, you know? And the rest is history. <laughs>
2: uh, I think it's part of the welcome to Austin care package. It's like you're here, great. Here's a guitar and now you're in a band. Great. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to Austin.
0: Yeah. Every everyone's in a band, it seems like. Yeah. That's how it used to be with like when I was living in Denton too. They're like everybody's in like at least two bands. Oh, you, you lived know?
2: in Denton? Yeah. What
0: what years? Uh like twenty Ten to
2: twenty thirteen. Oh. oh, so you were like after the Fry Street house then?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I was after. But all that.
2: but you've heard of yeah. the Fry Street house.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, yes. Fry Street was was still a little bit there, and now it's really funny because it's just like, Cool Beans is the only, one of the only places Mm -hmm. on, or near Fry Street, and then it's just, like, apartments just sprout up behind, Mm -hmm. you know, around this shack of Cool Beans. (laughs) So (laughs) it's really out of place, though Cool Beans probably looked, you know, not so out of place, like, 20 years ago or Mm -hmm. whatever.
1: And that's kind of what's going on with Austin right now. So many of our favorite places, like, um, Slackerville Slackerville. got torn down, and Mm -hmm. some really interesting places, but... You know, I'm hoping that that will turn around again a little bit. We bring some more independent, interesting, you know, thought leaders back into Austin that yeah. are independent thought leaders, I should specify. Yeah. So, yeah. If
0: not, we're, we're looking at Dallas. Yeah. Condos, <laughs> condos, condos.
1: No, no Dallas. That's, no that's Dallas. when we That's don't, when we move out of Texas. Don't
0: but, Dallas yeah. my Austin.
1: <laughs>
2: Self-storage and condos.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, and you've got some gigs coming up. Yes. Um, the and you're playing Wake the Dead on the twenty eighth.
1: Yeah, July twenty eighth, not Ju- June. Oh, yeah. Uh, no,
0: yeah, July twenty eighth. Yeah, so nobody go there prior. Yeah, from. don't go June. Well,
1: I mean, you can go June twenty eighth, yeah. but make sure you also come back. July
0: 28th. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's in San Marcos. And yeah, then you have a September show, right?
1: We do. Uh The July twenty eighth, Wake the Dead. I also want to just kick in real quick that we're also having ALF wheeled as our opener. So for those of you who um, know that San Marcos local favorite, very interesting. Um, So definitely, uh, if you get a chance, come. That's from 8 to 1030. We might go later. And um, September 15th, we actually have a show. It's outdoor show. So um, we don't know the exact time yet. But it's going to be outside of a cool, cool little store combination of the Glass Coffin and Arcane Sanctum. So it's kind of like really interesting if you're into the macabre, but in a delightful way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs)
2: That's a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. I
1: mean, it's actually uh, kind of, you know, delightfully grim. So um, (laughs) and the owners of both stores are phenomenal. So um, and really, they didn't pay me to say this but i do want to let people know that that's there because it's kind of a new independent austin thing and i'd love for people to go check out those stores because um they're kind of like in the back and so you kind of have to like look for them okay but they're definitely worth checking out and we're going to be playing there september 15th and then we have one other thing the ghost town yeah, I, I think you had mentioned that on your...
0: Yeah, well, where exactly is the Glass Coffin before we... Oh,
1: so the Glass Coffin, uh, you know where that by is. By the
2: university on 32nd Street, um, it's in an old house. Yes. Um, and basically, should, they took the bottom floor, uh, both Both Joey and Cassandra. Joey, who runs Glass Coffin, Cassandra, who runs Arcane, Arcane Sanctum. Sanctum. Uh, they're both great people, and you, know, you go in there and... Yeah. Yeah, they're they're both uh, extremely knowledgeable, very helpful, very you know, just, nice, just great Not scary, great at, all. Not sc- not scary <laughs> at all. Not scary. Not scary at all. So, um, that's cool. But yeah, yeah, definitely Seems like a check nice it out and place. And you know, I I just like going back there like yeah. you know about you know, every week or so just cause they're always rearranging everything and putting out new stuff yeah. and they you always know, you'll have never new. go by there and, and have the same thing twice. Yeah. Anyway, anyway uh, yeah. there, there's the commercial. So you're going
0: to be outside
2: of the
1: house. We are. Cool. We're going to be outside. We'll probably be um, on the front porch. will be the stage and they've got some space out front. So oh. um, it was just like a fun little idea. We just thought, you know, we really love them and we love their place and um, they're, which is really sweet. They're, they're big fans of our music. So, um, and they're like, Hey, can we, can we do a show? I'm like, of course we can do <laughs> yeah, a show. That's always yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah. I love when that happens. Um, yeah. it's, you know, especially when it's really sincere and, you know, you know, cause your friends are always going to be like, Oh yeah, you sound great. You know? And, but to actually, you know, have people that you love as well. Yeah. You know, anyway. Yeah. So, so
0: and then in April of next year, Correct. you're renting out a ghost town. We're
1: renting out a ghost.
0: Town. How how do you rent out a ghost town?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, you do a little research on the interwebs, <laughs> and
0: then you subdue. The um,
1: gifts. yeah, and then you do is subdue something the something
0: on eBay? You know, yeah. ghost town for a day.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is actually um, interesting because you can rent this place. Um, you can rent by the building or you can rent by the whole town. And we're <laughs> renting... Yeah, I know, right? We're renting the whole town and the interesting history behind it is that it was originally an old western town from the 1800s and... Um, there are different stories about what happened, but the most popular one is that this is kind of a nice neutral domain for both outlaws and lawmakers as well. And the nearby towns that were these really moral pious people did not approve. So they burned the town to the ground. And, um, so some farmer just realized, you know, he took over and realized that he had all these old building pieces sticking up out of the ground. And so they actually rebuilt it using some of the old scrap wood even, um, um, and so that was really fascinating, and they decided to rent it out. And um, it's very cool. It's uh, it's actually called the Jane Lorraine Ghost Town, and it's in Manor, Texas.
0: <laughs> Jane Lorraine. Jane
1: Lorraine. J. Jay Lorraine. Jane okay. Lorraine. J- Jay Lorraine. And uh, so it's about half hour, 45 minutes away from Austin. So it's definitely reasonable. It's going to be an all-day affair. It's actually to celebrate... Um, well purge night, and I, I don't know if I'm not, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. So I should probably have done my homework better. That's but it's well night, or well purge knocked if you're German okay. and speak Deutsch. So, um, and what that is is it's it's basically exactly six months from Halloween so it's kind of perfect it's like a second Halloween and a lot of people don't know about it or celebrate it Um, but we already have like some vendors that are interested and some people will have other bands going Um, it's going to be a whole day event and it's going to be family friendly as well so even though it's like Halloween I mean you know you can make Halloween family friendly or not this one's going to be family friendly (laughs) so you know until it gets really dark then you know hey all bets are off (laughs) but um, yeah and so Muse and the Martyr is going to be there I I think we are thinking about calling it Muse and the Martyrs, Caravan of Curiosities. And I don't know. So it's going to be that kind of theme. So it's a work in progress, but I wanted to mention it. So if yeah, people are interested, to keep an eye out for it. It's exciting.
0: Yeah. And I'm sure it's a lot of work.
1: It's a lot of work. You're like, going we're, to be mayor of it now. a town for a day. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I never thought about, about that. that. Yeah, yeah. We Maybe need, we should need should badges. Like,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. And a parade
1: for sure. Oh my God. So, so yeah, you're hired. <laughs> you're hired. We need an event <laughs> manager. You want to be the
0: sheriff? Yeah. I'll be the sheriff. Sheriff, yeah. Yes. Just yes. don't just don't shoot the deputy.
1: No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I shot the sheriff.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's really cool. I'm I I bet a lot of that place probably gets ran out for like movies and stuff I'm sure oh they do yeah. and they
1: and they're open like pretty much a, a, a lot just for people wanting to stop by just even today like for burgers and stuff they have their famous ghost burger so <laughs> I'm totally serious <laughs> <The ghost town laughs>
0: it doesn't get any famous? better no
1: they're hey really
0: cashing in on
2: this
1: the, ghost the, town oh economy. for sure <laughs> yes, <laughs> for sure <laughs> it's ghost been town in economy. recession yeah. They, need to, yeah
2: they need to beef it up oh, oh, oh
1: my god. god I'm so sorry I'm, I'm right. I, and this is why i'm the writer <laughs> no just kidding oh,
0: well for those percent. of you who like to celebrate christmas in july and halloween in april that, there you that go will be, yeah. nice that will be your spot for sure you guys want to play us another one
1: yeah, yeah. um yeah. this next piece uh just to throw this out there because I, I don't think it's been done a whole lot but cowboy junkies did a version of it and it's a uh, old mining song um and the original is really, really old. And it's so it's a kind of Americana. So okay. just wanted to throw that out there in case people realize how familiar it is um, while I'm setting up my lyrics. There we That's go. That's
0: cool. <clears throat> and what's the name of the tune?
1: Oh, it's called uh, Mining for Gold. And it's kind of an Americana mm-hmm. slash Canadian folk song.
2: Miners, uh, not miners. Do yeah, we have an
1: inside joke? If you watch, uh, was it Galaxy, Galaxy Quest? Quest. Um there's a line in there when they're they say minus, not minus. So, <laughs> a little a little levity for a very depressing song.
2: Okay. <clears throat> Alrighty. Ready. Tea break. Tea break. Okay.
0: <laughs> now I'm
4: ready. <laughs> yeah. Shut To tell you you must dream out of. can't you feel
0: Minors, not minors.
3: Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, a lot of your repertoire is old Mm -hmm. songs. Yes. Um, I guess, how do you go about choosing a song to (laughs) interpret? Well, that
1: goes back
2: to the first show we ever did, The first, it's
1: changed now, but why don't you tell the story about how this kind of came to be, honestly, because that really tells exactly how we decided the music. (laughs) So...
2: When we, uh, you know, when we first got together, we we wanted to do music, but trying to find like a lane and trying to figure out like, all right, well, what are we gonna do? What what would work? Mm-hmm. And sometimes necessity really does just kind of force you into that position of. Okay, this is what we're the doing. The mother yeah, of finally. invention. Yes. Um. <laughs> and that's kind of what happened. so uh, some old friends of mine uh, who are in a band called Book of Shadows, they were playing a show. And they asked us if we wanted to play with them. And so I was like, yeah, definitely. <laughs>
3: right, let's do it.
2: When's the show? Ten days. Ten days. <laughs> all right, we're doing it. And, and so I, I look at Kat and pretty much just ask, "What do you know?" Yeah. Okay. And it was basically a combination of, you know, opera, opera. and more historic, you know, folk music and okay. Celtic. Um, a
1: lot of Celtic, Celtic. as well. Yeah.
2: Um, so we took a few songs and and just kind of, you know, rearranged, rearranged I, the, I, rearrange I the added music. Some oddity yeah. You know, to it, and and that's what we did, um, and that's kind of what we've just continued to do is take these, you know, either traditional operas, folk songs, Celtic folk songs, um, you know, in in just doing new arrangements yeah. and, and new interpretations. One of the things yeah. uh, I've kind of been doing, and and I don't know if I'll ever finish this, but uh, <laughs> is a a like total reinterpretation of the uh, Ru- uh, Russian opera, The Demon. Okay. Um, yeah, we, is, we like
1: the devils and demons here. So. Yeah.
2: Uh, about a you know classic tale, demon falls in love with a maiden who's getting ready to get married, and so he's spiteful. <laughs> he kills the prince all the time. Uh, all yeah. the time. <laughs> he kills the prince, and then you know keeps visiting the maiden in her dreams, and. Kind of tormenting her and trying to lure her into loving him and mm. and mm-hmm. and all of this. So that one uh, definitely will be very theatrical when when in yeah. live. I but,
1: think that's a thing, a yeah. good point to actually make about Muse and the Martyr is that we're very much um, about aesthetics as well. So I think we want people to be able to hear us and like us, of course. But I think going to see us is a whole different experience because mm-hmm. it's it's a real show. It's a bit more theatrical. Um, we get into our characters. And also a, a, a note is that uh, it's very important to us, so especially for myself, and it always has been, and this goes back to my classical roots of knowing the history of a song mm-hmm. um, and also being respectful. So that even though we might be changing things around, we want to be very respectful to the authenticity of where they wanted that song to go and what they wanted to do with it. Oh. Um, so like, for example, we have, uh, we do simple gifts, which is a very common shaker dance tune, actually, you know, because, you know, <laughs> the shakers are rock and rolling all yeah. the time. Um, but we wanted to make sure that, you know, when, when it was discussed and we looked at the history, it was very important to keep it, quote unquote, simple you know mm-hmm. so we do that um but we do it in our own way and uh we try to do that with all these pieces not to keep them simple but rather to be true to the nature of each piece and try to still be us while doing it so hopefully we we succeed in that um yeah and it's been a lot of fun I didn't know that I'd get back into this but um I had stage fright and gave it music for a long time but Frank has been amazing at uh kind of pushing me into the, to the front and (laughs) 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 reluctantly at first. Uh, But yeah, it's been a really, really great experience. And we hope that it's something that um, Austin likes as well. So we're definitely off the beaten path, but um, I don't think that's, I think Austin's a perfect place for that. Well, and I
0: think that's, that's a unique thing, you know, especially if you have like a visual, you know, experience, you know, it's not just, you're going to listen you're going to see and
1: you know, absolutely
0: take in the whole thing. So I I I sincerely respect that.
1: <laughs>
0: I think that I I guess I assume that's probably a pretty common thing in, in opera in general, just when you're reworking things. Definitely. Try to mix it up but still stay true to the spirit of the text or And the theatrics involved. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. I think it's really important to know what you're singing about the story. So mm-hmm. um yeah, and yet also, like, I'm learning how to be loose, which is something you don't do in yeah. classical music or <laughs> opera. The perfectionist me uh, cringes sometimes. Um, and this has actually been really good to take stuff and turn it into something else. And uh, we're continuing to do that. And we also have some originals as well that we're doing. Uh, Frank has an original... Um, that we work on as well so it won't all be you know but we all want it to kind of be in that same vein so even the originals have that same feel um a lot of the stuff we do is kind of haunting although we do have some stuff that's a bit more hopping i guess (laughs) i don't really know how you put that but yeah so cool and you'll see elements of anywhere from belly dance to um there's uh, balancing acts as well, and some of it uh, I don't always do a great job of that. But yeah, we try. It's that's, fun. That's
0: half the drama. It is half the drama. If you're in the
1: front row, you might have a basket of flowers fall on you from my head, and that's just the risk you take going to the show. So.
2: So it's like Gallagher.
1: It's like Gallagher, but less messy. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is
0: the album you're working on that uh, demon? opera
1: the that's going to be probably number three because it's going to take a good year to work on that one uh, so the second album we're doing is actually going to include um the pieces you're hearing today which is the gentle flowers in the dew which is a piece from an opera called faust and that because we don't have that on our we have a previous album that's really just a little kind of demo album that again we had to put together in 10 days so uh there were three songs on there um that's not on there so this one's going to be on there as well as the minor song um, which is mining for gold. And then we might do a repeat of Sally gardens, but we have a bunch of new material that we want to put out there. So the, the demon opera is one that we're working on and kind of like the ghost town thing. We want to take some time. We want to make sure we do it right and do it justice. So it's going to probably be album number three.
0: Well, and I'm sure that's going to be a lot of music. Oh, it is.
1: It is. It is. how many
0: songs is that going to be?
2: Uh, I, I, I had tracked it out, and I think it's about seven songs. That's a lot um, of music. Yeah, you know, basically the demon it, it it was first a poem, you know, written you know kind of in in verse form, of mm-hmm. course, but but right. quite lengthy. Um, and then uh, you know it was turned into an opera. That's how and most so, of them start. <laughs> so what I've what I've been doing to reconstruct it, I've definitely not been married to the to the original <laughs> music, so it's kind of a More of a reinterpretation of the poem to music, just Mm -hmm. as the opera. But it's still uh, very much uh, within the vein of what we're doing. Um, But yeah.
1: Yeah, which is really interesting because that goes into, like, when we do do... um, a uh, final song for today and it's also, that song is on our original album and we'll probably remake it and redo it for the next one is, it's called An Old Song Resung but it's originally known as Sally Gardens which a lot of people know it's mm-hmm. a really common Celtic song Lorena McKenna did a version of it um, It's so it's very popular and that's actually a poem taken from Yeats so um, mm-hmm. a lot of these old pieces and folk tunes are taken from or even the Mining Song yeah, is taken from, from poetry.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, that's interesting. Would you like to play us out with that one, then? Yeah, sounds Did great you.
1: to me. <clears throat> now that we're sufficiently tea drunk.
0: Oh, it's the best.
1: <laughs>
0: we, we all have collectively drank in two liters of tea. Which and is I fantastic. Wouldn't, I wouldn't have it any other way. No, <laughs> that makes the show perfect.
2: Yeah. All right. Everyone ready? Uh,
1: give me one second.
0: A big thank you to Cat and Frank from The Muse and the Martyr for being on the show. You can check out their music at themuseandthemartyr.bandcamp.com. Martyr is spelled M-A-R-T-Y-R. Tara and Corbin's Adventure Cast is produced and recorded by Yours Truly. And we don't have a guest for next month, so if you know someone who'd like to be on the show, feel free to drop us a line at Facebook or off the WordPress or Tara and Corbin at gmail.com. Thanks.